Welcome to the Sparked Podcast, a place to keep your spark bright. Here, I've brought together my juiciest mindset bites and tips from the last 10 plus years in psychology, business, and leadership development to help you unlock your unique gifts, activate your highest potential, find your purpose, and kickstart that passion led business. Here, I hope to inspire belief in what's possible for you because it all is so ridiculously possible. I hope that this podcast sparks something new for you, a new idea, a new belief, or perhaps a light bulb moment that changes the trajectory of your life forever. My name is Emma Campbell. I'm a purpose and performance coach, mama to two, wine lover, surfing tryhard, stubbornly optimistic child at heart, and also the creator of my signature 4P Spark framework designed to unlock your spark. I'm here to give you permission to be the person you were before the world told you who you should be to own your true self and set the vision for your life and soak up all of that awesomeness that this beautiful world has to offer because that's what we're all here for, right? Big love. See you in the podcast. Hello, hello, hello. So excited to bring you this episode today. A day in the life of a coach and mama to two. <laughs> I almost um, was going to record it just as a day in the life of the coach. And then I was like, hang on. hang on, looking after those two glorious little bubbles of energy uh, is majority of my life. So I can't not have that in the picture. And I know a lot of you guys are mamas as well. No doubt trying to juggle the beautiful juggle of life and career and motherhood and friends and family and oh my gosh, all the things. So I've had a couple of chats lately with people about um, what the hell coaching is, what the difference between coaching, counselling, psychology, mentoring, training, like all these different terms are. And also just like what the hell I'm doing in my life and I don't, if you don't follow me on social media, (laughs) it actually doesn't really matter at the moment because I haven't been very present on there. Uh, But you'll probably know that I don't, I don't really share a lot about what I actually do every single day in my work. So I have had a lot of like surprised reactions from people lately of them saying, oh my gosh, do you work with organizations do you work with leaders? Oh my gosh, do you do vision and values work and workshops and all this stuff? And I've just been like, oh, okay, yeah. I probably need to share a little bit more about what I do. You know, half uh, just because perhaps you're curious, but also I think sometimes it can be really nice to know what other people are doing because it gives you permission to realize that it's possible for you too. Um, And then also if you need any help in any of these areas, then you can know that that's something that I can be totally available for you for. (laughs) So I wanted to start with talking a little bit like about what the Heli Coach is and what they do. And 
a little bit about the crux of my work and what it what it focuses on. And then go into a little bit of the nitty gritty about what my actual week looks like. Cause I get a lot of questions about like how I time block and how I prioritize and what days I do certain things. And a lot of this is almost so unconscious that um, it's kind of hard for me to describe, but I'll do my best to do. So I wanted to start with the difference between coaching, counseling, mentoring, and training. And I wanted to give an analogy of um, something that I share with a lot of people to describe the difference between like counseling slash psychology and coaching. And I just want to preface this with saying that this is totally like my very, very basic generalized simple version of the difference between the two. This is not based on like research or whatever, but just my observations. Um, Cause I do do a lot of reading into both the psychology path as well as the coaching path. So difference between counseling and coaching in a nutshell, counseling tends to look a lot more into the past and to help people reflect on the past in order to make meaning of what has happened in a more empowering way and to create new stories about what's happened in the past in order to then move forward into the future with a more empowered uh, story and belief system and, and you know, um, meaning-making meaning model of what's happened. Yeah, so a, lo a lot of counselling is looking at the past often at negative situations, uh, reflecting on them and making meaning on the, making meaning of them in order to feel like they can then get rid of that negative emotion. So a lot of the time counseling would help people, like I, I often draw out like a line and um, counseling and like have like a line or a scale from negative 10 to positive 10 and then like zero being in the middle. And this is, of course, my very simplified version of it, that often counselling will really help people who are feeling quite negative. So in that like negative 10 to zero range, they'll help them get to a place of neutrality, of feeling okay, of feeling all right, all good. And then coaching is often for people who are already pretty okay, pretty all good, you know, it can dip in and out of the negatives and the positives, but generally people who are in the coaching space, they're relatively okay. And they want to get from like zero to positive 10. So like the coaching space space is usually focused um, on the future and looking at goals that people want to achieve and how they can move forward. Whereas counseling is helping people make meaning of the past and, and move on from negative emotions. Coaching is more about helping people bring in more and more positive emotions. Um, they're already feeling relatively okay and they wanna move forward into the future and to achieve their goals um, and like create momentum for their life and, and all of those sorts of things. So that's, that's the difference between counseling and coaching in a nutshell. Uh, because I often get questions from people and and like I talk to people a lot about like their careers and paths and purpose and all of that sort of thing. And they're always often like wondering like whether they should be a counsellor or a coach. Um, and this was a really like big question for me as well. When I finished my psychology degree and I was in the middle of doing honours 
And I really started thinking about my personality and what turns me on, what lights me up and gets me excited. And the more that I had started learning about psychology, the more that I realized that like, shit, like if I become a psychologist, I'm really going to have to dip into really sitting with people and being in their, their hard emotions and some of those like really negative, heavy spaces. Um, and I wasn't sure if I was ready for that at that point in my life. This was a long time ago. This is probably about like 10 to 15 years ago that I was asking these questions. And I made the decision back then that psychology and becoming a psychologist probably wasn't going to be the right thing for me at that point because I'm not, I wasn't so good back then in sitting with people in their negative emotions because um, I'm quite an empath and I'm quite sensitive and it can really like I really get pulled into whatever people are feeling which is something that I'm working on for myself uh, but what I the decision that I made back then was that I wanted to focus more on helping people that were already okay and to help them move forward to bring in more positive emotions more positive goals actions and results and you know perform at a higher level because that was more positively focused and forward focused. And that's what really like um, took my curiosity and got me excited and just felt really aligned. Um, and the difference between like mentoring and, and uh, consulting and training. So mentoring, consulting and training, uh, there, a lot of those are a lot more focused on like, giving the answers like this is how you should do things um this is like they have like you know a right way and there's a lot more advising and telling and giving of the answers rather than like coaching and counseling is a lot more focused towards like empowering the other person the coachee or the client to come up with the right answers for them so coaching and counseling uh often holds a belief system that the person who is being coached or counseled is the expert of their own life. So they need to be the ones to come up with the answers that are right for them. So counseling and coaching is more so focused on asking the right questions and giving the right guidance to help that person access their inner knowing and their inner guidance and their inner power. So it's really focused on empowering the client so that they're not then reliant on the coach or the counselor for life because they've learned how to come up with the right answers for themselves going forward long-term. Because one of like my biggest, biggest mantras for any client, like organization or leader or whatever that I work with is I want to make it so that you are not dependent on me. <laughs> so everything that I do, everything that I share, every piece of training, learning, worksheet, whatever, it's all designed in a way that it's not me giving an answer, but it's empowering the other person to, to know how to come up with the right answer for themselves going forward. Um, so they're, they're the key differences. So like a trainer, you know, training, mentoring and consulting 
often those sort of roles, and I do dip in and out of, of a lot of those, but I tend to focus more so on the coaching space. So coaching tends to be like 80% of my role, but then I'll share like training and mentor and, and often mentor people as well, like maybe about 20% of the time. Um, yeah, training and mentor is, mentoring is more focused on like, hey, this is how I did it. Um, this is a process that you can follow to help yourself do the same thing. Like this is how you set up an HR process or an onboarding platform or, um, you know, I have the right way and this is how you can do it or pick and choose from it. So I just wanted to share that because I think that can be a really good um, platform for if you're, you know, maybe considering a career change or thinking about moving into coaching or counselling or whatever. That's the difference. So depending on your personality, probably one of those things that I've called out has called out to you. And so this year I am going to be focusing and I say it's what I'm going to be focusing on, but it's what I've also just like naturally fallen into. About 80 to 90% of my role over the last year has been focused on coaching leaders of small organizations like small businesses who are doing really like purpose-driven work. So they're, they're driven by more than just profit. Actually, profit is probably just more of a beautiful outcome for them rather than it being like the leading metric for why they show up and why they do what they do. They are driven to make a difference. They're driven to make an impact. They really, really care about their clients, their patients, their customers. You know, they are, they're in it for the hard work and that they also, as a beautiful result, a beautiful outcome of doing that amazing work and making such an impact, they also make incredible financial returns from that as well. So that's what my work has been focused on over the last probably like 12, 12 to 18 months is coaching conscious purpose-led leaders and doing a lot of like transformational and mindset work with them. And it's also focused on entrepreneurs and uh, like, I guess, leaders of startups. So it's, it has tended to focus a lot in that small business space, as well as people who are just starting up a new business, who are getting a new team going, um, and who are yeah playing around with starting up something new so given that's where a lot of my coaching has just naturally evolved towards and that's what like really really gets me excited and what feels really expansive and energizing for me is that transformation and mindset coaching for conscious purpose-led leaders who are doing business for good like they're doing really like purpose-led business but still in there to make a beautiful financial return as a result of that. I've been doing lots of um, like vision work, vision, values, purpose, mission work for leaders lately. And that, that stuff just bloody lights my socks on fire. <laughs> Don't know about that analogy, but that, that probably gave you a good visual. Um, and one of the most recent organisations that I've been working with is probably like a 20 to 30 person uh, company. And we've been working on getting clarity on what they're here for, like what their big vision is in life, um, what excites them, what their values are. So what's most important to them as they achieve that vision. 
and then what they're like their mission and those big goals are that they want to work towards to help them make the impact that they want to. So that's been a big crux of the work that I've been doing is mission, vision, values and purpose work and then helping companies translate that into tangible like objectives, metrics and like KPRs and results because often we can have this big like, you know, beautiful, exciting vision for where we want to be going but then we're like, hang on, how do I actually turn that into something tangible and actionable and like something that I could actually see some progress on? So that's something that's been uh, new for me and exciting is being able to help help organizations and leaders translate their lofty vision into something really like tangible and actionable. So that's been really cool. Um, And in terms of, I guess, like the split of my work at the moment, I'd say probably a good like 80% of it is leadership coaching at the moment. So with both the like the founders, the directors, the owners of the business, as well as um, team leaders. And like, what does that actually mean, right? Like what does leadership and transformational coaching and mindset coaching actually mean? So what do we do in the sessions? So that can really, um, it really depends on what's most important to that particular leader. So my sessions are always driven by their particular goals, where they might be feeling challenged and also what they want to actually achieve in terms of their goals. Um, but like, let's say, for example, you might have a leader who, who knows that they need to be showing up more to empower their employees um, and that perhaps they've been getting a little bit caught up in um, the doing rather than the leading, which is a really, really common um, block for a lot of leaders is feeling like they're working in the business rather than on the business or feeling like they're doing all the doing rather than teaching other people to do the doing so that they can empower them so that they can then step out of the doing and actually have a greater impact overall. Um, So say if like a goal for a leader is to be more a more empowering leader we would work towards like what are the mindset blockers like what are the beliefs that are going on that might be getting in the way of them stepping up and often a big one is uh the belief that i i'm the only one who can do the work at this level like um it's not worth doing if i can't do it like sorry i didn't say that properly but um like no one's going to do the work as well as me. So, and that's like a really, really big and common belief because often the leaders that made the company are really, really good at what they do. Like (laughs) that's how they got to where they are and that's how they've been able to attract that level of success. And so it requires some really big like mindset shifts and deep work to understand like, first of all, where did that belief come from in the first place? And how do we let go of it? And what are some of the negative impacts or the, the negative consequences that have occurred as a result of holding that belief? Like how is that impacting your work and your employees and how you show up and how they see you and how much trust they feel? about themselves and um, and then thinking about, you know, how do we replace that old belief with something 
more empowering, that's going to help you get more of what you want as a leader um, and the results that of that what you want of what you want. We would we would work on um, habit shifts as well, like uh, creating like atomic habits. So little changes in their day that can have powerful impacts. We'd work on their personal leadership vision and person and purpose and values. Sometimes we can do if the leader is up for it, like some of the deeper work is like energetic shifting and emotional clearing, like clearing out some of the emotional baggage around like fear and doubt. Um, Some of those limiting beliefs that can like hang around from childhood, we can like dip into those and clear those away so that they can then show up in a, in a bigger, more powerful way. I guess one of my roles as a coach is to call things out, to, to know what's most important to my, to my clients and to call them out when I see them acting against that or doing something to self-sabotage. Um, because that, that is the power of an external person, right? Like we can't see, we can't see what our own blocks are a lot of the time. And that's what a, a coach is able to do is to get that perspective and help, help create clarity and like shine a light on something that is probably holding them back and creating, creating like negativity in their life. So I see that as my big role is like challenging lovingly, (laughs) like, you know, challenging lovingly those things that I see as holding my clients back um, and holding them accountable to what's most important. Um, because often it's that accountability piece that can get lost and that's where a coach can can really like, you know, hold that container. I do also play in the like helping leaders develop their skills um, on how to, how to be better leaders. Um, but usually I'd save that for like leadership development workshops where it would be a little bit more of that teaching and that training. Um, but occasionally I might throw some little hacks and tips in there if um, if there's time and the time is right or even like hacks for productivity, um, like around time blocking or how to create your own 80-20 rule, like how to, how to find your 20% that has an 80% impact, which is like the 80-20 principle. So they... Yeah, like if, if I was thinking on on like a percentage term, so usually like 80% of the session would be really like coachee focused and coachee led where I'd be asking lots of questions of them to challenge them on their thinking and unpack things and create lots of clarity. And the last 20% will sometimes be me being the one to talk or to share or to give answers or to train or teach, if that makes sense. I hope that gives some clarity there. And some of the techniques that I'd usually like use in a coaching session, it really dips in and out depending on what, what is needed, but it'll often focus around like performance and results-based coaching, which is really like, yeah, goal focused and results focused. I'll, I'll um, lean on my my learning and qualifications around like psychology and neuroscience and neuroplasticity and the mind and knowing how neural pathways are formed. Um, NLP, so neuro-linguistic programming. So 
the power of the language that we use and the words that we use can be really, really powerful. So usually that will come into most coaching sessions. I've also got a real knack in, um, like I'm a very intuitive coach and uh, I think that has been, um, I think I think a lot of people are, are very intuitive, to be honest. Um, and it's something that I I lean on a lot in my coaching sessions. Like if a little voice comes comes in comes up within me to ask a particular question or to push or to prod on a particular area or to just throw something random in there, I usually go with it because they're the one they're the moments that are usually the most magic. Um, and the moments that like usually stimulate the biggest light bulb moments, um, like those real ahas, like, ah, ah, yeah, shit. M, <laughs> where did that come from? Um, they're, they're the moments that like, that can really change someone's perspective and how they show up forever. So over time, I've learned to trust that intuition. In the past, I would have pushed that away and thought, no, no, I need to follow the process. I need to like do what the rule book says is the smart way to coach. But over time, I've found that the more that I lean into and trust that inner voice or that more intuitive voice, um, that that's where the bigger results and magic really occurs. Um, I'll also work with like the energetics of psychology as well, which is quite linked to like our emotion, emotional system, which is a lot linked to intuitive psychology as well. Um, I've been playing in the space of embodiment and energy work a lot and identity work a lot lately, which is a lot of the Joe Dispenza stuff. Um, which is really like connecting in with your higher self, your next level self and embodying that version of you because um that's where you can get those real like quantum shifts like where i don't know the results just make no sense because you've had like a real up level in identity and mindset and um just your sense of self that's like how i would describe it in the brain is like your brain's just had like a little mini like gosh i don't know like vomit Vomit in a good way, as in like the brains just had like a little mini explosion um, because you've pushed through an old neural pathway that's been blocked um, in such a way that it like translates to these most incredible results. Um, I also work with MBIT, which is multiple brain integration technique. Um, that's where you connect like the head, the heart and the gut because they've all got these different intelligences, um, which when you access them, it can be really, really powerful. Um, and to give you like a quick overview, I guess, of what my week looks like as a coach. So Monday is my day with the kids and... Yep, that say no more. That's um, a big day with lots of energy. The weekend is always family time, like four-wheel driving, trips, beach, family, friends, all the things. Uh, Tuesday mornings is my client, my client mornings where I'm hanging out with clients, um, like usually businesses and organizations doing like leadership um, coaching, sometimes mentoring with like HR leaders or team leaders. Uh, Wednesday, I am working with usually with organizational clients as well. So those small businesses, either doing workshops like sharing, um, sharing the vision and values with team members after doing like leadership workshops on that stuff. 
uh, or doing leadership coaching, mentoring sessions with leaders. Uh, <laughs> my my afternoons can be quite different. Like usually I'll be having a little bit of a nap or a meditation. Don't tell my hubby about how many naps I have, but I often find that if I try and push through when I'm feeling tired, that my work just suffers. So if I feel the call to have a nap or a meditation, I just bloody go with it. Um, or I'll just be doing like a little bit of business admin or checking emails or whatever. Um, Thursday mornings is the same. So a bit of client and leadership uh, coaching and sessions. And then Thursday Arvos tend to be my learning and training afternoon where I'll go and um, do like an online workshop or an online training program or whatever, because uh, learning and growth is definitely one of my values. So I have to make time for it because that's where I get my energy from. And that's what really inspires me and lights me up. So I have to prioritize it. And I love it when I do, but I can sometimes put it off. <laughs> Um, Friday mornings tend to be, uh, like working from a cafe. Like I go to beach camp, um, in the mornings on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and usually I'll just walk up from the beach after a swim and a bit of a workout. Sometimes I'll do a meditation on the beach and then I'll nip up to a cafe and work from a cafe while I do a bit of a, like a finance Friday check-in, just checking my numbers, making sure everything's adding up and looking okay, giving them a bit of love. I do a bit of a vision and goals check-in just to make sure that I'm on I'm on check with what I said I would do and making sure that I'm, I guess, acting in line with my higher vision and higher self uh, just to keep myself accountable. And I guess Friday is the day that I work on the business rather than in the business. That's the day that I move things forward. I think big, think about the vision, um, the purpose, just make sure that I'm not like, yeah, playing too small, I guess, and going into default, default mode. Um, and Fridays, if I'm catching up with a girlfriend or a biz buddy, usually it's like a Friday or a Thursday that I might go for a shampoo and a wine and just chat about business and let myself get excited and inspired. Um, and then Friday Arvo is usually kids, kids and family and uh, usually going to a park with a girlfriend or two and having a little wine um, while hanging out with the kids and pushing them on the swing and having both of them fight over who gets to be on the swing or not. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, like I guess the last, the last year or the last six to 12 months has been 15 K months for me, um, working sort of three and a half days. And that felt really nice. That felt really right for me. So I'm thinking it's going to be something similar for 2022, um, perhaps 15 to 20 K months if I'm doing well and that three to three and a half days a week is just feeling so perfect and aligned. So that's a day and a week in the life of a coach um, slash a mama. Um, I really hope you enjoyed it. If you've got any questions, just shoot me a DM or shoot, leave my details below. And um, yeah, I hope you really enjoyed today. Sending you big love. Mm -hmm. 
Thanks for hanging out with me today on the podcast. I love having you here. If you want to connect further, just jump onto email and pop into your inbox, hello at emmacampbell.com.au and just send me a little email and let me know if you've got any questions because that's my favourite place to connect with you guys. Otherwise, my website is emmacampbell.com.au. I can't wait to chat to you. Have the best day. Big love. Thank you.